Hello everyone, this is Shireen Gentry with the Identity Unveiled podcast. Today's podcast is entitled, Elect to Connect, Communicating Like Royalty. I would like to use this podcast to combine the concept of identity, who you are, and life coaching tools, tools for communicating better. Of course, your ability to communicate well does not determine your worth and value, but think about this. What kind of influence do you have on the people around you? Do they consider you worthy and valuable? Do others dread conversation with you because you get defensive, argumentative, or simply ignore their concerns? Do they leave your presence feeling better or worse about themselves? What makes the difference? Communicating well with the people in your life. And this goes across the board, professional, personal, and really in any venue. I hope you've had an opportunity to listen to my recent podcast for leaders as to traits we look for. In conjunction with that, a leader must learn to listen to their support team regardless of the venue. To clarify, the podcast on leadership is about character. This podcast is about communication. Dr. Caroline Leaf on Instagram recently shared a quote. You can't change the people around you, but you can change the people who surround you. And I will go so far as to say that I believe the difference maker is knowing how to communicate well. Think about a person or a relationship, personal, professional, secular, and let's not exclude the Christian or evangelical community that simply fell apart because the people involved did not have the proper tools for communicating through the conflict. I'm sure you can all think of a personal relationship or a situation where people simply came to an impasse. And what a sad state of affairs it is when people who claim, and even do, have a higher standard of personal value by claiming faith as a core value, who destroy relationships by their inability to draw people in, or don't even make an attempt to understand others. I have seen a handful of occasions in the last few years, and will go as far as to say this certainly damages credibility, testimony, and level of positive influence. Before I give simple tools to incorporate into your own way of relating to others, Let me first share that people come to any relationship with their particular backstory, which involves their ability to communicate well. I will call these factors the backdrop of how someone connects with others. So what would a backdrop or a backstory look like? Well, think about your own emotions. How you relate to people most likely was shaped and formed while in your family of origin. For me, I learned quickly to either suppress or repress my emotions. Because this was a learned behavior that became a pattern, a lifelong pattern in fact, I carried this into adulthood. Because of this, I was never able to share what bothered me. I kept those troublesome emotions and thoughts inside. 
But what I'm going to share with you is that you can literally learn these new tools regardless of your age, and that's great news. So it's not only the emotions, but I want you to think about the fight, flight, or freeze stress response to a perceived threat. This begins in the part of our brain known as the amygdala. Sometimes this response is overactive and can occur when even non-threatening situations trigger your reaction. I would like to suggest that to one degree or another, we actually use this response when we perceive a threat from other people because of how you interpret uh, what they are saying to you. Have you ever known someone to jump to conclusions and immediately attack in an aggressive way through their words? Well, I would call this the fight part of that stress response. Or have you ever known someone to be so overwhelmed at how someone is berating you that you can't even process it in the moment with the inability to respond? I will call this the freeze part of that stress response. This actually happened to me about a year and a half ago when a complete stranger came up to me, didn't even introduce herself, and just proceeded to berate me in a public venue surrounded by people. I was shocked. Have you ever known someone to actually flee the conversation by simply denying what you're trying to discuss and change the subject? So, again, I do think that how you deal with your emotions is part of your backstory. Also part of your backstory is whether you fight, flee, or freeze uh, when you perceive a threat from someone else when they are communicating to you. And then also mood and mindset. Keep in mind that regardless of your venue, but leaders, if you manage a team, remember that you bring how you're feeling and what's on your mind to present conversations, as does the people in your employ um, or part of your team. Keep in mind that any particular contributing factor from your past is a starting point, not an excuse. So the key is to have knowledge about the past so you can make changes in the present and the future. And it's never too late to learn something new and better. So my life coach, coaching questions are the following. How has your family of origin affected your communication patterns? Perhaps role modeling has strongly influenced on how you connect or not with others. For instance, if you grew up in a family that couldn't stand conflict of any kind, well then chances are uh, there's a high probability that you try to avoid it as well. How has an early experience affected your communication patterns? Due to a family's interpersonal dynamic, perhaps you have managed to handle your emotions and thoughts in a less than ideal way. Another concept worth mentioning is you learn to connect better with those around you. Keep in mind that for yourself and for others, Several of our human core needs are the following, to be heard, to be understood, to be praised, meaning for who a person is, not their behavior, 
and to be affirmed what a person does. These are human core needs in each person. So, the power of words, and then some. Keep in mind that words comprise only 7% of what is communicated. Think of a time when someone's words cut to the core. You haven't forgotten, have you? And to think of the power of words, the next two components speak even louder. Body language comprises 55% of what you communicate, and tone represents 38% of what you communicate. So, life coaching tip and takeaway. Since words comprise the very least of what is communicated, make the intentional effort to not discuss, and I put that in quotations, areas of conflict in a text or an email. You cannot see the person with whom you are communicating with, and much can be understood. So here is an acrostic based on my business, Hope Unveiled. I use the acrostic HOPE, H-O-P-E, which will give you improved ways of communicating and, remember, connecting and attaching, emotionally attaching, with all the people uh, that you are in relationship with. Keep in mind that these can be used for family members, your children, your coworkers, etc. H, H is for halt. Do I need to refrain from reacting? Do I need to remove myself from the conversation long enough to take deep breaths or collect my thoughts? Do I need to stop interrupting when someone else is talking? Actively listen to what someone is saying rather than thinking of what your response is going to be while they are talking. H is for halt. Two is offer. What is the person's concern rather than jumping to conclusions or assumptions? Remember that every person has a core need to be heard and understood. If you're not sure what the person is trying to say or communicate, do the following. Number one, ask open-ended questions. For instance, can you clarify what you mean? Or, I want to make sure I understand what you are saying and not assuming that I know and understand. Number two, if you're trying to understand, repeat or rephrase what you think they are saying. And then ask them, of course, if this is what they are trying to say. Because what people say and what people hear can actually be two different things. Number three, P, is for praise. Selectively focus on something positive that they are saying or something they are doing well. Validate or empathize their concerns. Again, your goal may not necessarily be to agree with them, but it's to listen to what they are saying and clarifying such so as for them to be understood. People can share opposing views, but that's not the issue at hand. The issue at hand is to listen in such a way that you are seeking to understand the other person. And then E, examine. 
What are the what ifs in this situation? Ask yourself, am I jumping to conclusions? Because keep in mind, um, what you bring in to a conversation on any given day, maybe you're in a bad mood, something happened on the way to work, whatever it is, and your ability to interpret what is going on may not be an accurate filter. So what are the what ifs in this situation? Are you jumping to conclusions? And then have you questioned the questioned, the questions? Meaning, have you questioned the what ifs? The goal for communicating well is to be assertive. That's actually a positive description rather than aggressive or passive. Assertive means that you share your thoughts and feelings by using I statements rather than you statements. So for example, you can say, I feel blank when you blank instead of you never blank or I feel this way because blank. See, when you begin any sort of conversation using you statements, you are immediately going to put the other person on the defensive. Ponder one or two steps in your own life by reviewing the concepts discussed today and specific ways that you can improve. Remember Dr. Leaf's comment that I began with. You want to change the people who surround you and I believe this happens in learning to communicate well. Also, when you learn to communicate better, your emotional attachment to that person improves dramatically. Why? Because you are sending the message to them that you are a safe, secure, and trustworthy person for them to disclose. Take one step toward better conversation today. And remember that every road that leads to conflict can be the same pathway that leads to positive change. So thank God for the opportunities he gives you to improve. Don't you want to be that kind of person? Until next time, this is Shireen Gentry with the Identity Unveiled podcast.